Information shared on the following program is for general information purposes only. It does not constitute legal, tax, investment, or other advice, nor is it intended to recommend any particular investments, products, or financial instruments. Always seek advice from your financial advisor, attorney, or accountant with regard to investment, legal, or tax questions. While every advisor, insurance agent, and annuity peddler in the world would love to talk to you about rolling over your 401k when you retire, why is it that many of those same advisors and the financial institutions that now have your money oftentimes neglect to address the most important time of a retiree's life, that period I call the second half of retirement? So let's find out why nobody talks about the second half. Welcome to the only show in the country dedicated to helping savers worry less about money. The Worry-Free Retirement with your host, nationally recognized retirement specialist and six-time author and fiduciary, Tony Walker. It's called the three halves of life, a trademarked concept I created after observing the lives of savers begin to play out in retirement, and one that I addressed some 20 years ago in my first book, The Worry-Free Retirement. In a nutshell, the three halves of life allows the saver to better understand that money is saved and spent differently depending on where one happens to be in life. And quite frankly, it is a concept and a way of life that is very simple, logical, and easy to understand and monitor, which might explain why so many financial advisors and big institutions would rather not talk about it. In other words, why would advisors spend countless hours planning for someone's final years of retirement when there is no financial gain to themselves to do so? So to better understand why savers are so underserved during this period of the second half of their lives, all one needs to do is follow the money. So, Let's do that right now. Well, welcome, folks, to the Worry-Free Retirement. And yes, I am that little man in the sweater vest, second half planning specialist and full-time fiduciary, Tony Walker. And today we're going to show you why most in the financial world have little interest in servicing what they sell as people age through retirement. But before we do that, let's introduce to you in the studios, as always, The faithful sidekick, financial sidekick, Mr. Aaron Orander, right here in Louisville, Kentucky on this October 31st, Halloween day, isn't it? October 31st, 2023. Good morning, Aaron. Good morning to you, sir. Good morning, audience members. I want to say a special good morning and hello to Terry and Beverly. Uh, I met them at a wedding a few weeks ago and uh, just got to talking. They're in Horse Branch, Kentucky. That's down in Ohio County. Uh, so I just wanted to say good morning to them. Hope they're listening. Hope they're having a great day. That's cool. You, you know, our own Shannon Ross is, lives in Ohio. That's County. right. When I was, uh, I was actually down there not too long ago and I was like, Oh, so this is Shannon's stomping grounds. <laughs> okay. All right. That's, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's kind of remind people before we get into the details of the show today, which is really dealing with the second half of life. As I like to say, there's really three halves of life that, uh, savers move through. Uh, And it really is kind of like a basketball game. You know, when you think about it, there's three halves in basketball. You have the first half, halftime, and second half. Um, You know, first half is when you're running and gunning, trying to score points and just doing the best you can to stay in the game. Then halftime is when you kind of go in the locker room, reassess where you are, maybe figure out what the opponent's going to do in the second half, 
And then once you leave that locker room and head into the second half of life, which we'll describe in more detail, it's kind of game on and there's no turning back. So let's go briefly over the three halves. The first half, that's usually, now this is usually, folks, this is usually between the ages of 30 and 55. Again, we're talking about the first half of life. Now, this is a time when most savers are simply trying to just get by, pay their bills, work themselves up the corporate ladder, maybe pay down debt, and do the best they can to build up a little savings. And contrary to popular opinion, most savers in the first half of life, it's not that they don't want to try to plan for retirement, it's just that it's difficult to do so. So I guess, Aaron, you are smack dab in what I would call the first half. Would you agree with that assessment of kind of where you are and your kids and Jessica and all that stuff? Yeah, I mean, I'm right. You're right. I'm right dead smack in the middle of that. I am 43. Jessica's 41, about to be 42. Uh, So, yeah, we're just right dead smack in the middle of that, trying to save, trying to prepare for the future, trying to raise the kids. That's expensive. (laughs) Um, But, you know, honestly, thanks to you and thanks to working here, you know, I've... I've tried to adopt the live well, die broke philosophy a little bit in my, you know, in my age. You know, I'm not going full guns, you know, because I'm, I'm still trying to save for retirement and for the future and for, you know, I got two daughters. That means I got two weddings coming up. <laughs> not coming up soon. Maybe folks, you can suddenly encourage eloping. How that's, right, that's right, 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 right. Yeah. Why don't you all just go to Vegas real quick? You know, whatever. <laughs> uh, no, and that's not anytime soon. They're six and four folks. So, you know, but I do try to think about things like that, but. I do try to also, you know, you've been generous over the years with uh, quarterly bonuses and Christmas bonuses, and I've tried to kind of take a little bit of that, you know, a small portion of that for myself, whether it's, I, I don't know, I, I can't think of, you know, good examples right now, but just, you know, well, I'm saving up to buy a new car right now, so I'm trying to work work on that for myself, yeah. you know? But yeah, it's like that. So, but what happens, and you'll see this at some point, Aaron, usually around, now this is, now we're moving into halftime. So Aaron's described where he is in the first half, kind of difficult to really save a lot for retirement. That's normal. Then you get to around 55-ish. Okay, it's different for different people. This is the rough age. Between 55 and around 70, that's what I call halftime. Now that's the time when savers, listen, should be not only planning for retirement, but also planning on spending and enjoy this money they've worked so hard to save. Uh, think about it. That should be the time that most of the kids are off the payroll, as they like to say. Uh, between the ages of 55 and 70, that's when 401k balances are starting to grow. Uh, maybe you've paid off a lot of debt. Um, you're in pretty good health still, and you want to do some traveling. If you're like me, play more golf, um, take up more hobbies. So that's halftime. That should be really, when you think about it, Aaron, the fun time of life to really enjoy the fruits of your labor. You see what I'm saying? Sure. Good health, etc. Okay. Then something happens. Okay. It's called the aging process, folks. And this occurs usually, again, these are not definitive parameters. These is usually what I see, but around 70, you know, 70-ish, something happens and things begin to change. I call it the been there, done there, but been there, done that stage. I'll give you an example, Aaron. And I'm not trying to boast, but I've, I do a lot of production and annuities, okay? I've been fortunate enough to be awarded, uh, you know, number one with one company two times in the country. But anyway, you'll get these huge trips that they offer. Now, little do they remind you, you got to pay taxes on those trips. Keep that in mind. You know how many trips I've been on the last four years? And they've gone to some beautiful destinations. Zero. None. You know why? 
Been there, done that. Yeah. I don't want to travel all the world on somebody else's plan. Plus, I got to pay taxes on anyway. So I'm at that stage now, and I can relate to this very much. So you're not at halftime yet, but do you have any thoughts on that, Aaron, as you think about that period of time? Um, I'm looking forward to that period of time. You know, um, you know, the, one of the first things I thought about when you said that is, you know, the sp- the expenses go down, and I, you know. Folks, I know you'll understand me when I say this, but the first thing I thought about was, well, yeah, you're not having to pay for every single thing in your kids' lives. Your kids are more than likely grown. Whether they're out of the house or not, they're probably kind of making their own money. You know, even now, Preston's 13, and he's kind of starting to make his own money. You know, he did grass cutting this uh, this summer. He's looking at getting a part-time job this winter. So even that, it's like, okay, I'm not having to, you know, pay for every single thing, you know, or whatever. Yeah, no, that's a good point. Okay, so now this, but this age 70-ish rolls around, and you're looking at that, and you go, okay, Tony, I think I know what you're talking about. In fact, Aaron, unfortunately, uh, this was two weeks ago, we had a rash. Actually, uh, within a two-week period, we had six of our clients, six of them, pass away, their spouses. You know, so the spouses I still consider clients, whether they actually had money with me, doesn't matter. All of them were late 60s to early 70s. This is not what you'd call old people. It's not like they're 90 years of age. So the thing is, folks, what's going to happen when you get into the second half of life? And this is why advisors don't want to monkey with the second half. They're just trying to hold on to your money. They don't want to talk about what happens when a spouse dies. They don't want to talk about what happens if somebody has to go into nursing home. Uh, They don't want to talk about this huge dilemma I'm seeing where people want to downsize. Well, that's a big decision. I mean... Some people uh, ran into somebody the other day, Aaron, they're sitting there saying, Tony, I want to go into a patio home. And I didn't realize this to get into the patio home, even though it's much smaller than their current home, is going to be more expensive than the current home they live in. Does that make sense? They were hoping they could just sell their home. It's worth about $300,000. Well, they're out here shopping for patio homes. They're more than three hundred for a nice yeah. patio home. So there, there's all these decisions that come up. Risk, we're going to talk about those. So when I come back, We're going to go over the five truths, okay? This is what I've learned in working with literally hundreds and hundreds of savers who are in the second half of life and what we've learned at Tony Walker Financial. And regardless of whether you're in the second half, you got to know these things, folks, because Lord willing, you'll be there at some point if you're not. So stay tuned when I come back, the five truths to the second half of life that the financial world does not want you to think about. I'm Tony Walker with Aaron Orender. You're listening to The Worry-Free Retirement. We will be right back. Did you realize that if you have more than $250,000 in retirement assets, the government could tax as much as 40% of it when you go to take it out? And with current tax rates set to expire in 2025, the taxes you will owe on your 401k could climb even higher. Don't wait until 2025 to see how much Uncle Sam will take of your money. Get a game plan by logging on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. That's TonyWalkerFinancial.com. Welcome back, folks, to the Worry-Free Retirement. I am America's favorite financial sidekick, Mr. Aaron Orender. And, uh, Tony, I got to tell you a story, man. I think this is so funny. You were talking in the last segment about, you know, those trips that they offered for, like, their top advisors, you know, some of these uh, companies. And I remember one in particular. I won't name it. But uh, <laughs> I had been working for you maybe about three or four months, and you had won... 
you know, you were in the top three advisors of the year for this company and they offered you all motorcycles. <laughs> and I remember you talking about it. And I just, the first thing that came to my head was, oh, I didn't know this guy rode motorcycles. <laughs> and then later on, you tell me, you're like, I've never, I don't want a motorcycle. So I was just curious, what'd you end up doing with that? that that's funny. Yeah. They awarded Harley Davidson's, which when you think about that, okay, yeah, let's take our top advisors who know nothing about motorcycles, let them ride around and see if they can risk their lives and lose our top advisors. I thought this is crazy. And, and all of us pretty much said the same thing. We don't ride motorcycles. So they offered to buy them back. So I sold the Harley back. I'm sure some of you Harley uh, lovers out there probably going, what did you do that for, Tony? But again, don't need to be on a motorcycle. We'll talk about risk in a minute. Talking about risk, <laughs> that's risky for old Tony Walker to get on a motorcycle. But it is funny, folks, how you, you know, there's, everybody's got different tastes. We're talking about savers. This is not a show for investors and speculators. So yeah, a saver, kind of like taking risk on a motorcycle, savers don't want to take a lot of risk. We'll get to that in a minute. Oh, by the way, um, on our TV show, and we've sent out an email blast on this, but uh, we generally get into what the Bible has to say about money on the TV show. I'm not going to get into that on the radio show, but I've got to give a shout out. We had our fourth client event, and I know, Aaron, you recorded this client event. We had over 1,200 clients come to various events out of all four. But the last one, boy, it was a humdinger, as Shannon Ross would say. Humdinger. So basically, we had Mr. Bob Russell, a retired pastor from Southeast Christian Church here in Louisville, gave our keynote speech to over 450 clients and, of course, staff. And I want to share this real quick before I get into the five truths about the second half of life, because he talked about the second half of life. More from a spiritual joyful, he called it the five keys to a joyful retirement. Let me, let me read these to you. First of all, be confident in life after death. Number two, stay active in service to others. Mr. Russell went on to say, number three, choose to be joyful each day regardless of your circumstances. Boy, that's a good one. Number four, be generous with your resources. And he even talked a lot about my book, Live Well, Die Broke, and how much he appreciated that. In fact, Mr. Russell has a quote on the back of that book uh, in relation to that. But anyway, and finally, the fifth key to a joyful retirement, spend time thinking what awaits you in heaven. And and uh, Aaron, I'm so glad we recorded that because the weekend of Christmas, right? That's it. Yeah, okay, you're nodding. The weekend of Christmas on the radio show and the television show in its entirety, it was about 25 minutes long, we're going to have Mr. Russell's talk, so you are not going to want to miss that. Now, if again, if you want to watch the TV show, what you do is you go to TonyWalkerFinancial.com. If you'll just scroll down the homepage, you'll see all the different TV shows throughout Kentucky that we're on. You're not going to want to miss that. It's going to be on Christmas weekend. Very, very inspirational. Hopefully, we'll give you a jolt of encouragement uh, as we look at a world that tends to be looking like it's falling around us, uh, falling apart around us. Very good talk. Okay. Let's get into my five key truths for the second half of life. Now, if you're just now joining us, we talked about what I call the three halves of life, and we're imagining that you're already at or nearing, or listen, if you've got a parent, uh, Aaron, we have, uh, we took on a new client who's in the second half of life, and guess who's been at every meeting that we've attended with her since moving the money over? She's been in our office like five times in the last two months. Their child. Their child, their yep. adult daughter. Yeah. And just it's a wonderful experience because the adult daughter is following along, understanding. I mean, it's, a, it's been a wonderful experience. But I'm telling you, folks, you better understand the second half of life because the financial world does not want you talking about it. And they sure don't want you hearing these next five truths that are going to occur. Okay, here we go. No, truth number one, 
about being in the second half of life. Again, generally, this is people over the age of 70, all right? That's the second half. Number one, as savers grow older, they will spend less money. Let me repeat that. As you grow older and move through the second half of life, again, folks, we have hundreds and hundreds of clients that are at this age range. We know what we're talking about. We got the experience, done this a long time. You will start to spend less money. You don't need to keep saving more money. That's what the financial world's going to tell you. They're going to instill fear in you. They don't want you taking this money. If you take your money and spend it in the early years when you should have spent it at halftime, that's less money for them to make money on your money. You should understand this, okay? That's number one. Truth number two, assuming you have in your possession currently a 401k plan, an IRA, a 403b, any retirement account that has not yet been taxed. Listen, you've heard me talking about it. You have a tax tumor. Those taxes are not going away. And assuming you have not reached the age of 73, that's called the required minimum distribution age, the government is going to start taking their taxes back out of that thing. That thing is full of taxes. And, and, and we've talked about this, but folks, in the year 2025, if you haven't made any plans, you've got to talk to us. 2025, these tax laws, some of the lowest in history, will expire. And many of you don't understand this. Many of you have not thought about that tax-infested 401k or IRA, especially those of you at halftime. This is really a time to move. But even those in the second half, let us try to help you deal with this tax tumor and get a game plan in place before these laws expire and possibly the folks in Washington raise taxes on your money. Because when you get in the second half, if they raise these taxes, there is nothing you can do about it other than giving it all to charity, which I don't think that's probably a good plan just to give it all away. We want to use and enjoy this money for you and your family before it's too late. Number three, you're going to have to, think about this now, you're going to have to look at things changing. Things will change. We brought up earlier the idea of downsizing. Uh, in many cases, when I'm meeting with a couple, Aaron, especially if they're in the second half, and let's say this happens a lot. Maybe somebody's got a big home. Maybe it's five acres, you know, five bedrooms. I'll always say, by the way, uh, how much of that home are you really using? Guess what most of them say at that age? Yeah, they're probably using about 10% of it. <laughs> and then I'll say, oh, by the way, I might look at, sometimes it's the female, actually, but I'll say, who, who keeps up with all that? And the, the gentleman will proudly exclaim, well, I do all the mowing. I can take care of that. And then I'll look at her, and I'll say, okay, when he croaks, if he dies first, are you going to get out and ride that zero turn? She's like, I don't know what to do with this place. So it's one of those things they know they need to deal with, but they've put off. So there's all kinds of changes that will take place. Uh, I've got couples that have had to take over for their grandchildren. They have grandchildren living with them because their adult children, through whatever reason, are not able to take care of them. So there will be changes, and this is why you need an experienced retirement planning specialist in your corner to deal with these changes that will come up. Folks, retirement planning, it's financial planning, and all these retirement calculators, they assume nothing ever changes. It's really just a false notion. It's a really faulty notion that the retirement world t tends to have and you're on track and keep your money here. And it, it's, it's crazy. It's nonsense. Folks, as my dad would say, nothing stays the same. You have to have a retirement planning specialist that understands that. And kind of leads into our fourth truth. When, not if, when one of you passes away, assuming you're uh, married, and this could even be a single person, it doesn't matter, someone is negatively, listen, is negatively going to be affected by your death. Let's use an example. 
let's say you and your spouse are drawing Social Security. Uh, maybe one spouse had a pension, and all of a sudden, a spouse passes away. Well, what happens to the income? Well, number one, in that example, the Social Security of the lowest earning spouse is gone. So imagine, Aaron, you're 75 years of age. Maybe let's say your Social Security is 3000 a month, Jessica's 2000 a month, you've got plenty of money, and all of a sudden you pass away. And Jessica finds out that she just took a $2,000 a month haircut. That's a lot. That's, that's a lot of money. And a lot yeah. of people don't know that. In addition to that, let's say Aaron had a pension of 3000 a month, and maybe he elected a 50% surviving option for uh, Jessica, and he dies. Well, not only does she lose the 2000 a month Social Security, for the rest of her life, she loses one half of his pension. Now she's down 3500 a month. You're dead. She's mad. She comes over here. That's why we have locks on the front door for those mad <laughs> widows. But uh, yeah, folks, you've got to understand there's so many planning issues that occur when somebody passes away. We can help you be pre- better prepared for when that happens, not if. And then finally, this is the biggie. And we'll probably cover, I think I'm going to cover this in the last segment and really spend some time with this. I have no idea, folks, why in the world you get into the second half of life. Why are you still taking all of this risk? I, I don't get it. I had a gentleman in the other day, and he's a sharp fellow. And he said, Tony, I got complacent. And I said, what happened? He said, well, I came to you. I saw your show. You kept talking about all this risk. I'm getting close to the second half. And he said, you know what? You're right. And I said, well, how am I right? He goes, so I had all of my money. Here, he, This was even explaining, Aaron. I did everything the financial world told me to do for years. I diversified. I had my stocks, my mutual funds, my bonds. Over the years, it's done great. Okay, Even in 08 and all that, I'm still working. You know, He didn't pay much attention to it. But now he's been retired for several years. Guess what happened as we record this show in 2023? For the first time ever, I'll admit, first time I've ever seen this, in 2022, not only did the stock market collapse but so did the bond market. He said, Tony, I lost over 20% of my money and I'm retired. And he said, I watched your show. You were talking about all this, people taking too much risk. And he stopped and asked himself that question. Why am I taking all this risk? Well, the reason he's taking all this risk is he does not have a game plan. He has no game plan. All he's got is a portfolio of stocks and bonds and mutual funds and a financial world telling him that's the only way to go. He's never heard of annuities, never heard anything good about them anyway. So what we're going to do, I'm going to meet with this gentleman again. Once he sees this game plan and understands why he doesn't have to take so much risk, I guarantee you he's going to want to work with Tony Walker Financial. I mean, again, why would you want to take all this risk when you don't have to? So when we return, this is going to be really cool. I'm going to take that last point the truth about what to understand to have a worry-free retirement in the second half of life. And I'm going to show you an example I used in one of my books called Don't Follow the Herd. These calculations are going to blow you away. And since our interest rates right now are higher, this is very, very doable right now. So when I return, you're going to stay tuned. If you're that person that's approaching the second half of life or already in the second half of life, maybe you have a parent you're concerned about. And they are taking way too much risk when they don't have to. Stay tuned. You're going to want to listen to this next segment. I am Tony Walker. You're listening to The Worry-Free Retirement. We'll be right back.
Have you recently retired, been laid off, or offered a pension buyout? Has the company you work for moved, been acquired, or closed its doors forever? And finally, do you have a 401k with a previous employer you'd like to move to safer territory? Then take advantage of this opportunity to move your 401k or lump sum pension to Tony Walker Financial. Let's meet in person to discuss your retirement options. Log on now to TonyWalkerFinancial.com to schedule your free, no-obligation appointment. Let us help you today. Welcome back to the Worry-Free Retirement. In our time remaining, I've got an interesting calculation run for you. It is going to blow you away and help convince you sabers out there. If you're retired, retiring soon, especially our show's been focused on the second half of life, why you need to stop taking all of this unnecessary risk, okay? But before I do that, um, I'm looking at, let's see, this the book I'm going to quote is uh, Don't Follow the Herd. I wrote this. This was published in, golly, it's, it's time's flying Aaron. This was 2010. 13 years ago. But by the way, folks, I just published my sixth book called The Worry-Free Retirement Process. Uh, that's, that's available to you on major booksellers. That's a deep dive into what we do at Tony Walker Financial and our unique process and the way we deal with savers. But here's a book that was just recently published, literally by Acclaim Press, and it's written by well-known Kentucky author Gary West as he chronicles my life and the philosophy and the culture we've built at Tony Walker Financial and then how that culture I've built is going to continue on, hopefully long after Tony Walker has been patted with a shovel and is a distant memory. It's called Expect the Best by Gary West. The subtitle is The Philosophy Behind Tony Walker Financial. And uh, for those of you who meet with me, if you'd like a free copy, fine. You can get this from any major bookseller. Again, it's called Expect the Best. I think you will really enjoy it. So let's say in the time remaining, okay, here we go, Aaron, a little quiz time. All right, let's say you're 70 years of age and you have the opportunity to invest your money in the stock market, okay? All right? Okay. And then we're going to go the next three years. The first year, the stock market goes 20%, 20% gain. That's pretty darn good. That's you're happy. Good. Listen, the second year, another 20% return. You've got to be happy, aren't you? So 20% on top, top of the, yes. the, what the end of the end, the last year ended. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're sitting good. Okay, now we'll go to 2022, which was down 20%. So you made 20, you made 20, and you lost 20. That's You're probably not feeling terrible, are you? I mean, think of all the gains you had. So if you did a quick averaging, what would be your average rate of return over that three-year period? Uh, Well, I do have a calculator right here. <laughs> Hang on just a second. Uh, that's about 7%. About 7%. Yeah, roughly. Yeah, just Something like that. Off, 7%. Now, what if at that same time I said, Aaron, you're 70 years of age, brother. You're in the second half. I wouldn't take all this risk. What if I could guarantee you over the next three years, 4.83, which would be an average of 4.83, but you knew you could have made roughly seven. You're not going to do the 4.83, right? Because you could get seven. Right. If you could get seven. But is the seven guaranteed? The answer is no. no. Now, does that change things a little bit? Especially for me, absolutely. Okay. For me, absolutely. Well, what, what if this changed your mind? What if I told you that you really didn't make 7%? You averaged that from a calculation standpoint, but what if I told you over that three-year period of time, the real yield, see, we're more interested in yield. This is what people don't understand about average rates of return. Average rates of return are usually inaccurate for retirement planning, folks. So let's go over this again. Aaron invested, made 20, made 20 again the second year, lost 20, his average return technically was 6.7, but I'm telling him his average yield is 4.83. It's 
called time weighted returns. We can show you how this works, folks. This is a fact. But if I guaranteed you, Aaron, 4.83, 4.83, 4.83, which we can do today as we record this show in October 23, we have these guarantees this high, it's the same amount. In other words, if you started with $10,000 in the stock market and did the, re- the returns we just quoted, you'd have $11,520 at the end of three years. If we did the 4.83, it's the same amount. So we're right back to that. Aaron, we ended up at the same amount, but look how much more risk you took to get there. And then I've got a question. Is this where the new floor comes into play? Is this correct? Okay. So we also, if we're in guaranteed returns, we can never lose our money. So that's the thing. If you're over here in the stock market or bond market, these values are always going to fluctuate. If you're at the second half of life, hopefully you're taking out money, or if you don't want to, they're going to force you to take it out anyway. Folks, you need a game plan. And more importantly, you've got to buckle up for safety, as we say, and get this money in a safer position. Some money in the market? Well, of course, we can do that through Charles Schwab. But first and foremost, we've got to be safe with that money. So that's you right now. If you're in the second half of life or soon approaching it, and you really are tired of playing the stock market game and money's flying all over the place and people seem to be making more money on your money than you are, let's talk. It's easy to do. We call it the free 10-minute fiduciary phone call with myself and you over the phone, and we're going to find out if we can be of help. And if we think we can, we're going to meet in person at either our Bowling Green, Louisville, or Lexington, Kentucky offices. So do it right now. Log on to TonyWalkerFinancial.com, TonyWalkerFinancial.com, or give us a call at 877-499-9255. That's 877-499-WALK. Well, we're out of time, and I hope you've enjoyed today's show. But you remember, between now and next week, if all else fails, you be worry-free and make it a good one.